Welcome to the Found Her Podcast. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Shannon. And we are the filmmaker, photographer, and co-founders of Found Her Productions. Together, we capture the essence of women so they can communicate their truth with confidence and ease. Through working with our clients, we've learned that each of their stories are so unique and to our surprise, mostly non-linear. We believe these stories deserve to be heard to inspire women along their own journey to finding themselves and creating the life that they truly desire. This podcast is where badass, trailblazing boss ladies will expose the ups, the downs, and everything else involved in creating their own path in work and in life. So sit back, get comfy, and get ready to be inspired. Welcome back to the Found Her podcast. We are your co-hosts and the co-founders of Found Her Productions. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Shannon. Hello, everybody. Today, we have a very awesome guest. Her name is Camille, and she is a business consultant and serial entrepreneur. Her businesses include her consulting business, Work With Camille, where she helps fellow entrepreneurs breathe life into their visions through effective strategy, bringing them from confusion into clarity. She also operates an activewear clothing line called Harborfront, a dinnerware line, Santos and Cruz, among other things, I'm sure. And we have had the ultimate pleasure of working with Camille for the last six months on our own business, which has been tremendously helpful for us. We just love how authentic she is. She can lay out the honest truth and then follow it up with a good laugh. And we're so thrilled to have her here to have a conversation. Hi, Camille. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for those kind words. (laughs) Yeah, of course. Welcome. Yeah, welcome and thank you for being here. We, um, we'd love to start things off the way we normally start things off and that's by inviting you to um, do something we call the brag spotlight. So we just want to hear a win from you. It can be big or small, everything counts and the reason we do this is to take women out of their kind of more comfortable position of being the cheerleader and put the spotlight them on them as the star of their own reality And we do this by celebrating our accomplishments um, here at Found Her Productions. So we'd love to invite you to do that, Camille. Oh, wow. Thank you. Hard hard words to follow from Kelsey there. (laughs) But uh, I'll give it a go. I... My biggest accomplishment to date still remains the fact that I was able to quit my corporate job of 12 years and start my own thing, which led to another thing and another thing. (laughs) Um, And to date, yeah, that's that's just it for me. I, I, I still sometimes are I'm, I'm in awe sometimes of how far I was able to take things from that day and just remembering how nervous I was. Um, and yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you can relate. Oh yeah. Oh my yeah, gosh, definitely. For sure. That is, yeah, that's a huge one. 12 years in a corporate yeah. career. That's like a long yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. Can you like go back a little bit and walk us through like 
what brought you to that after 12 years and what that experience was like? 100%. Uh, there's, there were a few moments in my career definitely where I just felt like I needed to change. And at first I thought, oh, well, maybe I just need to shift roles or be in a different position or get a new office or whatever the case was. So I, I did a little bit of hopping for sure. And I never felt satisfied if I'm being completely honest. Um, and, you know, it really just took me being unhappy, unfortunately, for me to take that next step. And I'm sure a lot of entrepreneurs can relate. I, I really was mm -hmm. just miserable. I was miserable, depressed, yeah. upset, dreaded going to work. And just to put things in perspective, the last role that I held in the corporate world was a role that was designed for me, meaning I was wow. able to just do whatever I wanted. And I still wasn't happy. And uh, yeah, wow. I took that as a sign. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is as good as it's going to get. Pretty right? much. Yeah. <laughs> what was it about that? Like the role was designed for you. You could do whatever you want. Like it's so close to sounds like so close to running your own show. Like what was mm -hmm. it about it that just wasn't good enough? I think at the end of the day, when you're in a corporate setting, you, you still report to somebody. So whether that's the director mm -hmm. or the founder or the CEO, there's still someone else's vision that you're fulfilling. There's still someone else's direction to a certain extent that you're looking to take or that you have to take. So mm -hmm. I think that just not being able to do everything that I wanted and only being able to, you know, move around within a certain scope really was just that straw that broke my my back so to speak for sure um what so what, what what were the types of corporate jobs you were working in at the time yeah so i actually had the same job since i was 18 and i just moved up really oh, really wow. quickly yeah it was for i'm not going to say the name of the company okay <laughs> that's fine it was for a big company a big canadian owned company um i started off literally at the bottom working part-time overnight and worked my way up to head office in a small satellite wow. location in toronto yep and uh mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I, I did everything from management to financial management to restructuring, um, all that fun stuff, hundreds and thousands of dollars, millions of dollars in some cases. Wow. So, yeah, Can I, yeah, uh, I have a question for you. How what what do you do to and like what do you encourage your clients to do um, to mentally prime yourself to take a leap like that? That's such a great question. I honestly just ask them to spend some time alone. And that could look like a bunch of different things, but usually it, it requires some form of, you know, meditation or journaling, uh, just to get really honest and talk about all the things with yourself uh, mm -hmm. that you probably don't want to say out loud or aren't ready to say out loud just yet to anybody else. You have to first admit those things to yourself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And like allow yourself to want them too, which I feel like is so oh, much yeah. easier said than done based on my own experience. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But if when you write it in like a journal, it almost feels like a diary confession. Exactly. Yeah. And there's something about having to like, like take it out of your head and like put it on paper that brings so much clarity. Like I feel like you can have th thoughts like that swirling around in your head that are just buried by all these other external things and distractions and everything. But when you have to sit down and pull it out and put it on paper, like it just, it can be a huge game changer. 100%. I always tell people that's literally the first step in making your vision a reality. You're, you're, mm -hmm. you're putting it into some physical form, you know, mm -hmm. even if it's yeah. just 
quote unquote pen to paper, you know, like that's the first step. That's usually why you feel so relieved. It's because it's out there and it's real and it's right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's kind of like the opposite of like a dirty little secret. It's like a clean little secret that you have and that you got like, it's your starting point to like a a really good thing, a really positive thing that's going to cause you to grow as you move towards it, as you move towards attaining it and and making it your reality. I love that. What's your clean little secret? Yeah. <laughs> it almost feels like a dirty little secret, though. Like it's it's like you say, just write it down on a piece of paper. It's like that. That actually can be really scary. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and it almost feels wrong, or like it almost feels dirty, or something. <laughs> mm-hmm. Did you yeah. find it's like it's like the first form of it? Yeah. yeah sorry. Yeah, no, it's okay. I was gonna say, did you find Camille that you were able to find your clean little secret the first time that you? like did a journal session or did it take multiple tries and like multiple you know like (laughs) some time to come to it 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 definitely took some time because I spent a lot of time in my head I'm sure again a lot of people can relate to that and I definitely admitted to it to myself this clean little secret to myself in my head um (laughs) before putting it down on paper and making it real and what does it feel like in your body when you come to it and you know this is it like Oh my goodness. A million things. It's, you feel right. You feel relieved. I think relief is the biggest piece. Mm -hmm. I felt so wound up before, so tight, so upset, so unlike myself. And as soon as I admitted all of those things to myself or to the piece of paper in front of me, I just felt so much better. And everything Mm -hmm. just started falling into place. Um, The weekend after I did it, or sorry, the Monday after the weekend I did it, I quit my job. Wow, so powerful. Taking action. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Wow, so you must have felt pretty sure about it. 100%. Yeah, 100%. (laughs) That's so amazing. My experience is definitely different than that. (laughs) It took me like a long time to to get to the goal, the clean little secret, and then to allow myself to actually say out loud that that's what I wanted and it took right. me months to do it. So I'm always really impressed with people like you, Camille, who can kind of like decide quickly and then take action quickly. And I feel like when I hear about Kelsey's experience too, it, it reminds me of that. Sounds they, a lot they sound like really that. Similar. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very similar. Like it was like, I made the decision and I followed through with yeah. it like the next day. Yeah. Well, I, I just found out you're a Gemini also, Kelsey. It was your birthday the other day. Right. Yeah. I'm a, Are you a Gemini? I'm a Gemini. I don't know if it's uh-huh. a Gemini thing, but. Maybe it is. <laughs> It, it totally, totally is. It totally is. We are doers. Yeah, 100. We don't like to dwell. Once the decision's been made, we're like, yeah, that's it. I'm just going to go. Yeah, we're doing yeah. it. Ready, set, yeah, integrate. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Oh, my God. I love that you're a Gemini. I'm so not surprised. That explains, like, the serial entrepreneur thing. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, it really balls does. in the air. Wow. I'm yeah. starting to see how many similarities you two have now that I'm thinking about it. That's so funny. Yeah, yeah. We actually have, like, a lot of our clients are Geminis, and, like, I really? always get along so well with them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah, oh. yeah. Um, so, you, so you quit the job, and then what? Where'd you go oh, from there? Boy. Yeah, I mean, I was already kind of dabbling in things that I thought I wanted to do. Uh, part of my process really included just exposing myself to different things. I actually took a bit of a sabbatical from work before officially quitting just to there was a lot of stuff going on Smart. in my personal life you know and it just made sense mm-hmm. i feel like the universe was definitely pushing me in the direction mm-hmm. of out you know mm-hmm. so yeah. yeah so i i just i continued consulting 
I continued with Harborfront and Mm -hmm. I just did all the things that I felt like I could do because for the first time in my life, I did not have a time constriction. That is like so freeing. It's honestly, I remember feeling really free by that, but also not really knowing how to like work with that. I met my, my thing when I started, (laughs) started being an entrepreneur was, uh, the early stages of entrepreneurship or of self-employment look a lot like unemployment. Yeah. (laughs) And it's like up to me to do something about that. (laughs) Yeah. That's so brilliant. This is so true. Yeah. If you didn't know any better, like if someone didn't know that I had made this decision to become an entrepreneur, they would optically just see me sitting in my bedroom at my computer and have no idea that like I'm in the early stages of starting a business. (laughs) 100%. Yeah. Um, and like having like the freedom too of going from like working under like the framework of like a day job and people are expecting you to show up and be there and yeah be at the meetings it's like going from that to you are responsible for setting all of that up for yourself now yeah yeah one of my coaches uh, said the other day you create the structure that you can be free within and I'm curious to hear your thoughts on that Camille like do you think that's (sighs) (laughs) <laughs> that's that's right up, that's right up my alley that is yeah right up my yes. alley. I mean you know I I love me some good structure but I you mm-hmm. know as a as a true Gemini yeah I really love, not too much <laughs> <laughs> I have to yeah and I think that's why I'm such a huge fan of it is because I know how I can be without those restrictions without those boundaries Same. and yeah um, I really value all the systems that I learn about that all the systems that I create so that I can just allow myself to, you know, they're almost like bumpers where you're like on a mm-hmm. bowling alley when the ball rolls too far, you don't want to end up in the gutter. You just got to stay mm-hmm. in that lane. So yeah. yeah. Like it's like okay that. if you hit the bumper yeah. as long as you're not in the gutter. Exactly. <laughs> Cause then that gutter leads you straight to, you know, the end yeah. there and that's not where I want to be. There's no turning back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're stuck. That's a good analogy. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> So what led you to wanting to work with other entrepreneurs in like your consulting business? Did you go straight into the consulting business after you'd left your job? Yeah. Like, I mean, you did some consulting and then it formed itself into a business or how did that work? It's a really great question. Initially, I thought I was going to be working full time on Harborfront because I found that after a day's a day of work, I was just drained. I didn't want to work on my side hustle, as some people like to call it. I I just wasn't interested. Mm. I was tired, and a lot of that tired or that fatigue came from the stress of working a job that I hated. Mm. Um, so I I was working yeah. on Harborfront a little bit, but just before I quit my job, I actually was approached by a good friend turned client of mine who was having a lot of um, issues with her, in her business structurally. So she hired me to work on to work with her part time. And from there, um, I kind of just went straight into that in addition to Harborfront after I quit my job. And it just honestly, it just exploded from there. Like I said earlier, everything just started falling into place. I started getting referrals. As soon as people heard that I quit my job, they're like, oh, my God, I need you right now. Oh my God. And it kind of just turned wow. into a whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Wow. How does yeah, it feel to be great. so high in demand? Yeah. Honestly, it feels great. Um, I yeah. can't say that I'm surprised because yeah. I, I've, I've heard of people telling me like, oh, I can't wait to work with you in the future. And I didn't know what that meant at the time, mm-hmm. but it, it just it just made sense. Everything just started clicking and yeah, it was. It just felt really, really good. Do you think hearing things like that, like added to your confidence to make that decision to take the leap? 
100%. I feel like one of the things that I had a really hard time with, I would say mentally, was understanding that there were entrepreneurs out there that have been doing the entrepreneur thing for longer than I have. But when I look at my experience as a whole, it's really hard to compete with 12 years worth Mm -hmm. of, Mm -hmm. you know, corporate and just overall business savvy. So I I really, Mm -hmm. I took a look at that and and it just, it just put things in perspective for me and really just added to the confidence factor for sure. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had heard, I heard, learned a term yesterday, actually, um, intrapreneur and I'd never heard it before. Have you heard this before? What? Intrapreneur is basically no. somebody that works within an organization, but has like a similar approach to an entrepreneur basically to their job. And it sounds like they were kind of empowering you to be an entrepreneur in order to not lose you. Um, exactly. <laughs> and exactly. like kind of, it sounded like they were trying to give you that like freedom you were looking for, but um, I think ultimately it's, you needed to access it elsewhere in a different way by the sounds of it. Exactly. But, but because your position, in my opinion, or the way that I'm looking at it was that entrepreneur position to me it makes perfect sense that you would be qualified and licensed to help entrepreneurs uh grow their businesses yeah yes for sure so what were some of the takeaways yeah I've never heard that um what were some of the takeaways um from the roles you had there as an entrepreneur intra intrapreneur intrapreneur Intrapreneur. I believe yeah yeah okay um what yeah what were some of the takeaways you took from that that you found effective and then you, you know put your own spin on mm-hmm. like yeah. how did that all kind of come together? transferable skills uh, right yeah. oh, there you go another <laughs> fancy term <laughs> so official oh my goodness yeah um okay what transferable skills did I have did I just all turn this into like a job, job interview? interview yeah Fuck. no pressure um huh. read, it, read us your resume <laughs> right? I got too formal there forgive me it's okay <laughs> okay um Definitely a lot of it was the structure Uh, in corp in the corporate world. There's calendars, there's documents, there's practices, there's procedures, there's mission statements. There's all these things that I feel a lot of entrepreneurs have in their heart, have in their mind, but that don't know how to, you know, let it out or what should be prioritized. So I definitely the number one thing is the structural component, which spans across so many different I guess, areas of business, right? Where like Mm -hmm. I had a client who needed contracts. So I'm not a lawyer, but I have, (laughs) you know, standard contracts that I was used to working with or that I had to formulate that we got um, refined, that were refined by a lawyer uh, in their niche. Um, I had clients that needed, you know, financial support. They didn't know how to pull financial statements or didn't track their numbers and didn't have any sense of where they were going, where they were, what they were doing, but then told me that they were successful, you know? Um, So it it really just depends. I have other clients that need, you know, support with hiring teams, training teams, or training in sales or sales processes. Like it's, there's so many things I could go on and on and on. (laughs) Yeah. But those were the main things for sure. That's a lot of things that, like, being a business owner, mm-hmm. um, yeah. you don't know anything about. <laughs> like, it's such a valuable <laughs> takeaway. There's so much, like, to the back end of, like, running a business that, like, before working with you, I didn't even know existed. Mm-hmm. Really? Oh. Yeah. yeah. 
I mean, that makes me feel good, but also like so curious to hear more. Yeah, I, I actually think this is really common for people who study or practice art, like doing art as a career, basically. Mm. I think this is a really mm. common thing. So this could be a really juicy conversation to unpack. <laughs> yeah, well, I think, yeah, like, I mean, from our, for, for us and our business, we're like creatives, right? So I don't know why I put that in quotation marks. We are creatives. <laughs> yes. yes, you are. Um, <laughs> but, um, so like naturally we focus on the kind of like outer layer of the business, you know, like the, like how we come across, like the more tangible things, the things that people see, the communications, like the, what, what we're actually creating, yeah. right? The deliverables that um, the clients are like investing in. We prioritize that. Exactly. Right? Yeah. And we put a lot of thought and passion into that, mm-hmm. but it's like, you can only deliver so much of that if the back end of the business is like a complete disaster Mm -hmm. but that can feel really overwhelming I think like from a like a creative person's perspective like the thought of dealing with that stuff I'm just like I don't even know where to start Mm -hmm. I don't even know so um just I don't know what you do is so valuable and I yeah. think every business owner should have a Camille yeah I, in their think, lives. I would imagine it's for a lot of people it's the reason that they don't go into business doing the creative yeah. thing that they love to do because there's so many different sure. components to it that they they might feel overwhelmed by or scared of and and kind of just don't even attempt or don't even bother yes you know um but then yes. with the help or, of some oh sorry go ahead Kelsey sorry keep Oh, sorry. No, I was just going to say, or um, maybe feel like you have to like learn about that stuff or have it all in place before you start mm-hmm. the business where like you can figure it out as you go with help, you know, but um, I think that was like something that stopped me for a long time was like, I don't know how to run a business. Mm-hmm. I'm not like, I, I like I didn't go to school for business. So like, I, I don't know what I'm doing when but when I came to a point where I was like, oh, I'm just going to put my work, I'm just going to put myself out there and do the, create the stuff I want to create and like figure it out as I go. And that's like totally possible. 100%. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. It's so interesting to, to hear that side of it, which I, I tend to hear a lot of, but I, I feel the opposite way. When I was starting my <laughs> business, it's like, I don't, I didn't want to put myself out there like with photos and especially with my product I was just like everything was just kind of like a secret for a while like I didn't mm-hmm. want to put myself out there that way but the back end was tight like, <laughs> naturally <laughs> I would I would hope the back end was tight was jeez tight. come on <laughs> but yeah I mean my my social media wasn't the best like the photos were great mm-hmm. but like you want to talk about like designing and stuff like that. Like I sure I have a creative bone in me for sure, but I just, Mm -hmm. I wasn't ready to share that part with the world yet. I was, I was known as Camille, the systems oriented girl. And that's, Mm -hmm. that's what I did. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that's so interesting. You know, there's, there's actually, I'm seeing like a takeaway here, like hearing like our different perspectives, like you're like someone that focuses on the back end. So you had that figured out, but the, the more external visible part wasn't like your strength. Whereas like we are the opposite of that, which is why collaborating and getting help from other professionals in your business is super, super important. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, that's Absolutely. so interesting. Oh, right. that's so interesting. Yeah. I'm, I'm starting to think about like 
um, the reasons why we attracted each other, I guess. Cause that's, yeah. that's kind of a fun thing is like, I just, I don't know. I found you on Instagram or something. Yeah. I, it was super, super random. I was just poking around online and I love looking at the, um, <laughs> the presences of other female entrepreneurs out there. And I stumbled, excuse me, yeah. upon you. And I was like, oh man, she's like, has everything I want from like a business coach. <laughs> And maybe we're everything she needs from like an image creator perspective, like, a, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. and I couldn't help myself. I had to reach out and that was, I don't know, six or seven months ago now. And here we are, we've done oh, our shoot yeah. together and we've gotten some of your coaching and, and here we are kind of elevating each other and helping yeah. each other yeah. grow, which is a really cool um, thing to kind of acknowledge, I guess. It's just, mm-hmm. it's all just hitting me in this moment. No, yeah, same here. Honestly, yeah, I didn't actually look great. at it like that, mm-hmm. like simplified, but it's such a good example of how like as an entrepreneur, you don't have to be able to do it all. Mm-mm. No. I you think know? this is also and it's a, okay. I think this is also a really great example of the universe will provide you with everything that you need as you need it type thing. And mm. we I think we all just found each other when we needed to find each other when it when it made <laughs> sense to. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's yeah. so beautiful. Very poetic. Very, <laughs> very creative of you guys. <laughs> Again, naturally. <Yeah. laughs> we really do complete each other, don't we? <laughs> yes, we sure Us do. And you, we I mean. Sure. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. amazing. I love it. I love it. So when you started your other businesses like Santos and Cruz, um, like that's more of a creative business for you, right? Because you get to like yes. design this stuff or with Harborfront too. Um, was it the same approach? Like was the back end like good to go before you kind of like put it out there? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I, mean, yeah. I I can't help myself, right? It's, it's just kind of doing what I do naturally. I, I just need to make sure that things are done. Otherwise, I don't feel comfortable putting anything out there. Um, But with that said, I definitely took a different approach uh, than I did when I first started Harborfront because this is now my third business. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, I hired uh, some digital marketing strategists and creative people and work with you Mm -hmm. um, to just really (laughs) help me um, focus on the external pieces that I just wasn't interested in doing to be honest with you like I I I know better than to trust myself with those things so I hire out (laughs) yeah right and I'm not afraid to admit that there's nothing wrong with admitting that you're not good at something because there is someone out there who loves doing that exact thing that you hated oh my god hence yeah like the perfect example of that is our bookkeeper (laughs) yeah 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 Yeah. oh my god I was just thinking about that (laughs) Shout out to you, methodically yours, Erin Malcolm. Yeah, because she was like, oh my God. We're like, oh, our books are a mess. And she's just like, I Gimme. Cleaning up those messes. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I was like, really? Actually, yeah, I would love to talk about the topic of delegating though, because I feel like for every entrepreneur, this is something that you, you run into at some point or another, if your business is growing, if you're, if you're intentional about scaling, intentional, uh, intentional about scaling your business, (laughs) eventually you're going to come to a point where you can't do every single thing yourself, even if you are really, really good at doing everything yourself. Yes. So what, how do you um, advise people when it comes to delegating for the first time? Oh boy. Okay. <laughs> I have a lot of thoughts on this. this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I guess there's probably okay. a ton of variables, right? But some yeah, general, some general pointers. I would say the main thing is if you hate doing something, then that's usually a sign that you have to delegate it to somebody else because you're, 
it's taking up that energy for you to focus on your creative zone of genius. Oh my god! Right, and all the things. Boom! Right, I know. <laughs> right there. Yes, <laughs> and that's it. Say no more. Right, I know. And all the things that you hate doing, I always advise people to write them down, no matter how ridiculous it sounds. Write it down on a piece of paper because you know what that item becomes—the job description of the role that you're trying to fill. Right, um. so <laughs> it kind of becomes this like really, really easy exercise where you're like, okay, cool, but. You know, on the other side of that, I know that there's a lot of there are a lot of entrepreneurs who don't want to delegate because, you know, the, the business is their baby. And I tell you, I, I hate to say this, but I've seen people fail as a result. Mm-hmm. Right. Of course. Not my, yeah, you not my clients. So much time. Yeah. <laughs> not my clients. Not. not on your watch. <laughs> no way. No. <laughs> no, never. But um, I, I unfortunately have met some entrepreneurs that have failed as a result of well, not being yeah. able to get out of their own way. Yeah, I guess like mm-hmm. you would you'd probably inevitably experience fatigue and burnout and then potentially even grow to resent your own business baby 100%. because you're not happy with how it's all it's not running smoothly and you're resenting your business baby for it and and just want to give it up um instead of, you know, opening up or surrendering to the option of maybe getting a little bit of help. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Is it typically because people are protective over their over their business or is it like a financial mindset thing um, that mm-hmm. often prevents people from wanting to That's hire? That's a good question. It's, yeah. There are so many different reasons. I think some of it is ego. Some of it is definitely financial mindset, which, you mm-hmm. know, I, I always tell my clients, if your mindset isn't right, we, we can't really proceed any further. <laughs> yeah. You know, like you have to be able to visualize Amen. your own growth. <laughs> like mm. That's. Without Amen. you, you know, without that vision, mm-hmm. there's no way I can help you. There's literally oh, yeah. no way I can help you. I love that. <laughs> I can just picture you saying that too. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to work with me? Yeah. Okay. Right. <laughs> Very black clear on that <laughs> clean little secret. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then we can talk. <laughs> Oh my goodness. I actually, I I did have a conversation with someone the other day, a business owner the other day who's fairly new. Um, Not a client, just, you know, someone that I met, um, someone that I know. And I said something very similar. I said, you know, I I understand that you want to work with me, but I don't think you're in a position to do that right now. And there are a few things that you need to get get clear on and make some decisions on before you proceed with not just me, just business in general. Right. You know, or, or anybody, like anything that you mm-hmm. want to do, you got to get clear. You got to make decisions. This isn't something that you can unfortunately half ass, you know, yeah. there's not like, well, I think I'm going to do this and maybe I'll do that. It's it. Life doesn't work that way. I, I've never experienced life to work in that way. It's almost mm-hmm. like the mindset coach would come before the business coach type 100%. thing. Yeah. And that's, that's how it went in, in the trajectory of my my journey. Um, and it makes so much sense. Yeah. And the timing of which this connection was built is starting to make even more sense. Oh, <laughs> yeah. wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we, we kind of did that work prior. We had our vision, um, like mm-hmm. established and we just needed help with it. And then you fell into our laps. So it's like, so cool how the, inter- yeah. how the universe works. And if anybody's losing faith so in their cool. vision or losing faith in, in being able to do it or not, don't lose faith, stick with it. Mm-hmm and yeah. come up with a vision and don't be afraid to ask for help yes yeah 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 start inwards too you know mm-hmm. like that's where it all comes from like when you're an entrepreneur you're typically really passionate about what it is you're doing 
you got to get that inner work done before you put things like before things really start to fall into place, which they will. I love that you said that because one of my core beliefs is that everything in the universe exists because it's in relation in a relationship with something else. And, you know, I feel like the first, like you said, Kelsey, you got to do that inner work because without that, that just, it shows that you're not in a relationship with yourself. There's a, there's an unalignment, a misalignment, whatever you want to call it. There's something missing there. And that relationship doesn't exist. No other relationships can be formed until that relationship with yourself is fixed. Yeah. I'm just going to sit with that for a second. (laughs) I know. Same. (laughs) What else is there to say? Like, it's so true. <laughs> oh my gosh, could not be more true. Um, I'd love to actually hone in on like the the um, financial belief part about mm-hmm. delegating because I think that's a really big one for people too. And again, mm-hmm. that's got to come from the inner to have that belief mm-hmm. that um, it's okay to spend money in order to make more of it. But it's like mm-hmm. everyone, everyone has such a twisted relationship with money and that carries over into your business. Mm-hmm. It really like, does. It really does. Yeah. And I mean, Hey, <laughs> I have a lot to say <laughs> about this too, but the one thing that I want to say is like, I, I want people to be empowered or to feel empowered to make decisions based on where they want to be in their career, mm-hmm. in their business, yes. not from where they're at. Because if you continue to make decisions from where you are in your business, I'm sorry to tell you, you're you're either going to stay the same or just die out. Yeah. My God, it makes so much sense. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, like, how can you evolve if you're, you're making decisions based on where you are right now? Yeah. Like, and that's why that vision piece is so important. If you can't see mm-hmm. beyond where you're at, then that's the first problem. You got to address that issue. Mm-hmm. Right? A huge problem. And from there, I think, I know people use money as a crutch and I'm, as someone who's worked in, you know, sales and just business for, for so long, I just, I don't see it as an excuse. I really don't. Mm -hmm. There are ways for you, like, you know, don't quit your job if you can't afford to do it, you know, Mm -hmm. or like if you are in the business and you need to grow, like you got to do those calculations. You got to do the math or get your numbers person to do the math for you. How much is it going to cost you or how much work do you have to do to be able to afford the services that you need? What products Mm -hmm. do you have to sell? What, like what needs to change? Because there's usually something that you can do within your business without, you know, straining yourself or killing yourself. It's just a matter Mm -hmm. of addressing those issues and being honest and truthful about what needs to change. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Sit with that one too. (laughs) Yeah. Just being honest and truthful about what needs to change and then um, having the commitment to figuring out the financial side of it. It's your business baby. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And like a lot of people, you know, money is a, is a component of business. It's not, you know, it's, it's something that you should be looking at whether it's Mm -hmm. yourself or you have a person who's doing it for you and reporting back in a high level manner, but it needs to be addressed. If you're avoiding Mm -hmm. it, it's because you're not doing the work to fix your relationship with money. So yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In your opinion, what does a healthy relationship with money look like when it comes to finances in a business? I think that it's important to know your main metrics. So that could span across or that looks different across every industry, but bare minimum, you should know what your top line numbers are, what your midline numbers are, and what your bottom line numbers are. Cause then you that will tell you at least if you're profitable or not. That that you should know, bare minimum. Um, I think the other thing is being able to say yes. Like you you usually can tell if someone has a good money money mindset or has a good relationship with money because they're not the same person that you met six months ago. 
business-wise or the business is mm-hmm. not the same as it right. looked six months ago, right? I think another piece is they're not alone. That's a big one. They usually have a team, whether that's a remote team or a set of contractors or employees. That's usually a good tell that someone has a good relationship with money. Mm-hmm. Um, and they talk about it. I mean, I'm not talking, I'm not saying you have to talk about dollar figures and you know what your net worth is, but it's a conversation that can come up without being awkward. And you can, mm-hmm. you know, like, I, I feel like that's a yeah. big one. A lot of people, you can tell, like, <laughs> I've talked to so many people and they're just so curious about money and they just don't even know mm-hmm. how to ask the question, like, are you profitable? Mm-hmm. Or like, how do you, like, h- how does this work? Like, they just, they don't know where to yes. start, what to ask. But I think that's a yeah. big tell is being able to talk about it without being weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, basically, like, not yeah. letting it mean anything about who you are as a person. Exactly, exactly, yeah. exactly. Because it, yeah, like, there's no shame attached there. Or just like, also, just like, the more people talk about it openly, the more people understand that, like, you know, if you didn't profit any money in your first two years of business, that that's like totally normal, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's not something to be like ashamed of, you know? Absolutely. I think a lot of people get caught up in what they see online. I mean, I hate to to blame things like social media, but it definitely creates the sense of urgency that most people didn't have before. Um, and I feel like like it's everyone's posting their highlight reel, right? Like not everyone's posting like the behind the scenes and what it yeah. took to get there. And mm-hmm. the reality is, is like $50,000 could mean a lot of money to us and it could be no money to someone else. It really depends on your business model. Like mm-hmm. I hate when people compare um, revenues yeah. because it doesn't mean anything. Totally. It yeah. doesn't mean anything. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that number has oh been gosh. referred yeah. to as like the vanity number um, yeah. in some of the mm-hmm. like sources sources I've been learning from. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and your profit is reality. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. There's there's also like the the fact that like money is like a flowing exactly. energy. You know? It's always in and out, in and out, in and out, and that's you got to keep that flowing. Like mm-hmm. I think when like from my experience, like when I was like a really early entrepreneur, I would like make some money, make a sale. And I'd be like, yes, like squirrel it. Like, yeah. got this money, got this money. <laughs> and I didn't want to give it away yeah. and spend it back on the business. Yeah. Cause I was like, but I just got this money. I don't want to like spend it back on the business, but you have to do that. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And now that. I've gotten much more comfortable with that. Cause I under, I can see now how that like mm-hmm. contributes to the growth and the evolution. Like I've seen it happen. So now I feel so much more comfortable with the in and out, you know? Exactly. I love that you said that because I very much feel the same way about money in terms of the flow. I feel like money is meant to move. And what hap- like if you were to treat money like a muscle, what happens when you move your muscle? It grows, right? Mm-hmm. Ooh, right? I like that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you're in order for your money to grow, it has to flow. Mm-hmm. That's right. And just like a muscle, Amazing. money is like charged with energy, right? Exactly. So it's, it's so oh interesting. Oh my gosh. Yeah. 100%. You're just on with the analogies today, I feel like. This is good. That's great. Yeah, that, that actually really like it simplifies it so much. It makes so much sense that it's like a muscle that needs energy and movement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was, I wanted to ask about like the, um, I used the phrase in the introduction for you um, because I remembered it from our shoot with you that I thought is like so good was that uh, you take your clients from confusion to clarity. Mm-hmm. I thought you could like, you know, um, dig into that a little bit and what that means and looks like. Okay. Uh, confusion to clarity. I mean, it looks different for every client, but 
essentially it's really just having those conversations that they've never been able to have with other people. I meet a lot of people who are who are solopreneurs or, you know, sole entrepreneurs um, who keep a lot of the thoughts to themselves or in their notebook. They don't share it with anybody um, and they kind of just go and do their own thing um, and hope, cross their fingers and hope everything works. But my my role and my my first job is to address those things and have a dialogue about it, get to know mm-hmm. their thoughts, their inner workings, why they're doing what they're doing. And just to kind of help put things in perspective, because a lot of the time the client has the answer. Mm-hmm. It, they have the answer. They just don't know when or where or how. But they have the most important thing, which is the what <laughs> and the why. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. The what and the why. Yeah. So it's just about putting those two things together. I, I have the other W's. <laughs> And they have the the what and the why, and we put it together, and then that's usually where the magic happens. Nice. In the beginning stages of um, clients feel like, in the confusing stages, are clients typically like really emotional? And I'm imagining people being really emotional and coming to you and like being like, help me. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Like all this chaos going on. (laughs) I've definitely seen a few tears, um, Mm -hmm. for sure. And, you know, it's, it's one of those things people say business is not personal or keep the personal personal part out of business or whatever they say take the emotion out of it there we go yeah Yeah. which i I think is super ridiculous obviously there are some emotions we want to keep checked but at the same time Mm -hmm. like when you're an entrepreneur you don't really have that luxury like business is personal you connect with clients because you there's a personal connection there because of who you right? are <laughs> exactly yeah. right like this would not exist if you weren't an emotional sentient being <laughs> so mm-hmm. uh, i think that it's important to address those those emotions whether it's anger frustration sadness happiness whatever the case may be mm-hmm. just addressing it and letting them know that it's okay to feel however they're feeling mm-hmm. wow it almost sounds like the consulting that you're doing it's almost like a element of like therapy <laughs> to it <laughs> it's it definitely feels you know? like it for sometimes it definitely feels like yeah that i bet but um yeah yeah i mean and that's usually why like if i meet someone who's not there yet i i can't i cannot mm-hmm. take them on not f- for their sake for my sake like I, there's i can't do anything for them and it wouldn't it wouldn't be right and they just really need to there's no skipping steps here right like you got to get yeah. that foundation sound just yeah. like building a house but you know <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah yeah I mean it makes so much sense yeah um so like speaking of like vision and being connected with your vision what's the vision for Camille moving forward from here where do you see yourself going you really want to hear all that oh goodness oh, yeah. gracious. yes 100 yeah. <laughs> percent. it might it might help someone get more clear and more solidified on on their vision too by hearing you talk mm-hmm. about yours yeah okay i'll start off by saying <laughs> this i'm gonna start off by saying this i feel like i've been saying this a lot the last couple of weeks it's important to be married to your vision and not the process a lot of people get so caught up in what they're doing day to day forgetting the vision because they either don't have it written down or they're disconnected from it you will get to your vision that's what's guiding your direction. Don't let the processes guide your direction because then mm-hmm. you're, you're just going to be lost. Um, so I'm going to share my vision and it may or may not make sense, but understand that everything that I'm okay. doing doesn't have to. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Right. <laughs> but everything I'm doing is is getting me to this vision. So, mm-hmm. OK, 
Um, I'm excited. I, <laughs> I will be positioning myself very shortly as a home decor influencer, a prominent figure. Um, I will be converting the property that I just bought into a country home uh, in which it will feature all of these Santos and Cruz um, products. I can't speak too much to it because there's a lot that's not like ready yet or like a lot that we're working on behind the scenes. But uh, it will be like the breeding ground for all of the aesthetics, all of the creativity that I have in my head. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And yeah, (laughs) there's a lot, there's a lot there. (laughs) How does it feel to say that out loud? (laughs) No, it feels so, it feels really, really good. It feels your clean little secret. My clean little secret. I mean, I, every time I think about it, which is like all the time, um, I get really charged up. I get really like, you know, when I get excited, I start to sweat a little. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) There's that. (laughs) It's a good sign. It's a good thing. It's a really good sign. And it it makes it so easy. I know a lot of people have a hard time making decisions, but I'm telling you, like being Mm -hmm. the the clearer your vision gets, the easier it is to make decisions. It is so easy for me to make decisions, for me to say yes, for me to say no to everything, literally everything. (sighs) in my life totally oh my gosh yeah it makes decision making really easy exactly right I'm I'm not I don't do well with options like I I don't know it's a Gemini thing I hear but uh, I was literally (laughs) just gonna say that you give me five I'll buy all five like you know that's just how it works it's usually why like I have the same shirt in five colors like it's a real thing it's a real thing I struggle with but not decide right so and and if I don't have to, I won't. <laughs> but uh, yeah. when it comes to my life and my vision, like it, it is so black and white. It's so black mm, and white. There's interesting. There's no wiggle room when it comes to the vision. So it makes me, allows me to be very flexible to the process. And when something doesn't work, it's fine because I know it wasn't meant to work because it's not going to get me to my vision. So I just wait for the next thing or I seek out the next thing. And I, I really, I really just go with my gut. I really just mm-hmm. go with my gut. Which is a lot easier to do when you have the vision exactly. solidified. Exactly. Right? Exactly. It's not all just like impulse, like without no. thinking. No. The vision is there. That's what guides you. Exactly. Oh my gosh. That is so beautiful and like inspirational. Oh my goodness. Thank You're you. so wise. <laughs> yeah. Had had this vision, I'm so curious if this vision had taken any form when you were still at your 12-year career or if like leaving that career and taking the taking on a new journey as an entrepreneur has like helped you create like get clearer on this vision or develop it or that's such a great question it definitely helped me um being an entrepreneur and going through the motions and you know trying all these things or doing all of these things has definitely helped me to develop my vision if you asked me when I was still at my job, if I mm. were to ever admit that I wanted to be a role model of any kind to anybody, the answer would be a hard no. <laughs> so yes, being an entrepreneur absolutely helped. Even a year ago, you know, there was still a lot that I was struggling with, create like with the creative side of me. Like I, I had a hard time identifying as a creative person. Um, or admitting that I was even creative in any way, shape or form. Some people would Mm -hmm. say like, oh my God, like I would never think of that. You're so creative. I'm like, nope. Like I would get defensive. (laughs) Like that's how bad it was. I would get really (laughs) defensive. But uh, yeah, we're not there anymore. And we're we're definitely heading into some truths and being open to, you know, 
all the things and I, mm -hmm. you know you guys know this about me i don't like to subscribe to one label it's just not in my dna it's not how it was designed mm -hmm. it's not how it was made i so i i'm such a gemini yeah right <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna be all the things <laughs> all the things that i want to be that's just what i'm gonna do <laughs> yeah yeah that's awesome that's good for you. That's like you're unapologetic about it. You're like, yeah. that's just me. I have the self-awareness to know that's just me. That's how I operate. Exactly. And that's what I'm going to be. That's where I work at my best. So. <laughs> mm. Oh my gosh. That's awesome. Wow. Well, that, I feel like I learned so much from this conversation. Camille. This was so good. Thank yeah. you so much. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, where can people find you to follow along? I know that, like, naturally multiple places. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get your pens out, listeners. <laughs> yeah, okay, you ready? Are you ready, everybody? Okay, go. Okay, so I'm just going to keep it really simple. You can find me on Instagram. That's what I'm doing right now. I am working on a YouTube, but that's to come in the future. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, Instagram, at workwithcamille.ca, or my website, www.workwithcamille.ca um, and yeah that's it or Santos and Cruz whatever it depends on what you're into right like <laughs> yeah, yeah well Santos and Cruz that's an important one yeah. um, where can they find you for that because soon you're going to be an influencer yeah right santosandcruz.com um, or on Instagram is at Santos and Cruz Pinterest at Santos and Cruz yeah amazing yeah 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 and then Harbor Front <laughs> That's okay. a whole other Everyone thing. Still got their their pens. <laughs> <laughs> All three businesses here: um, harborfront.com yeah. or .ca or at harborfront on Instagram. And that's harborfront, no vowels. No vowels. Yes. Okay. Because who doesn't like a good challenge? <laughs> yeah. Can I buy a vowel? Yeah. No. <laughs> This was awesome. Thank you so much, Camille. Um, it's been a pleasure as always. Yes. Thank you so much for being here with us today. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. It's my pleasure. <laughs> I love how all our episodes always end with like a bazillion thank yous. Like, <laughs> no, thank you. thank you for listening. Thank you for talking. Zoom. Thank you, thank you. Garage <laughs> Band. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to this. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Let's go. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye.